Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Lutz from Bow Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T-Bone Turner from The Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. It's really, really not that good. Working class for it is that glorious time once again for another ravishing episode of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast, number 189. Hmm. I can't believe I'm saying I, I I was never even able to count that high. But here we are podcasting at 1600 Bucks Lair Place, right here in the Buckatorium. I am Steve. In the studio today is Kurt. Hey, guys. Eric. Howdy. Douglas. How's it going, fellas? Moneybags Mark Rife. Hey, how's it going? What's going on? We have a full house again we do, we in do. beautiful Sherrard, Illinois. I think Crew I assemble, which it, is a good thing, ain't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Great negative thing. 20 outside, so there's nothing better to do than a uh, podcast. But there's nice five, and warm in here. five hot guys in here, so... <laughs> <laughs> just to uh, uh, let you know, there is only five guys in here, so I said we are all hot. Just wanted to throw that out there. Thank you for joining the podcast. Uh, yeah, so if you want to tune out now, completely understandable. Yeah, we get it. If you, we understand. <laughs> Shit happens. If you want to keep on listening, good for you. This is the first episode <laughs> of 2018. Dude, there has to be people out there that are like, Happy I'm finally going to give this podcast a try and... They don't even make it past the intro. Like, well, not going to do this one. Not, blew it. not <laughs> nah. worth it. Not worth it. Shit ain't happening. You blew it. Um, big plans for 2018, I think. Lose um, my virginity, yeah. A lot to do. Here's a- <laughs> <laughs> Get your hair Kill a buck before everyone else. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I could, dude. Zing. I could be the first one to kill a buck this year. <laughs> dude, um, that'd be awesome to do it this year. Then I won't even have to hunt here, I got later. Some, I got a couple, just a couple fun facts about podcasting in 2017 about our show. Let's hear not, it. Not a lot, just a couple. A, a okay. quick year in review. You care if I... This year in review, this year review that Kurt's about to spill is brought to you by Elite Archery. It's uh, that was good. I love how you sold the couple of facts that I'm gonna say here. Are they good facts? I, no, you they're fun. About. Okay, uh, we recorded 66 episodes last year. Um, that's more than one a week. Yeah. We did one every single week of the year. 
And then we did we well, was a couple. We went above and beyond what we promised. We did a 66 week year. That's just science. So we did uh 66 episodes. 8 of those episodes were out of the Bucketorium podcast. So they were on the road traveling podcast somewhere else. Really? Yes, 8 of them. Not, I thought we did more. Hold on. Oh, because there was... Let, a- let, me, let me rattle them off quick. Oh, this yeah. Is, this is fun. hundred Episode 124 was at HHA in uh, Wisconsin Rapids, Wisconsin. Remember that one? Oh, yeah. That was, yeah. A, good, that was a good one. Yes, that was still... <laughs> me and Mark uh, saw John Denver at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I still have that picture. Episode 128 was at 164 Outdoors. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. We were shooting new Elite Bows. Some of these were at the Iowa Classic. Uh, uh-huh. Episode 134, Audrey Foffey with Scent Crusher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 136, the Lindsay. Way the Iowa Classic, we actually recorded in their, their booth, right? Which that was the first for us ever doing that. that badass. Awesome. Um, we did uh, record episode 140. The Virtue was at the Iowa Classic. Round Man with the Square Deals was born. 141 Trophy Bucks of Iowa at Iowa Classic. Um, 143. This was the episode, the first episode ever, and the only that someone got tased during the recording of a podcast. <laughs> this is true, Merck. That's a fun fact, Merck. Big shout out from. Uh, Prairie Storm outfitting in Kansas and, and Heroes Hunting, yeah. and that was a Heroes Hunting uh, collaboration. Good, yeah. podcast. Good dudes there, good dudes. That was the first time that I had looked around while all this crazy stuff was happening. A guy's getting tased. People are yelling at each other, and I sat back. I'm like, Have I done this? Have I just became the Howard Stern of <laughs> yes, hunting? Yes, podcast? yes, that just happened. So I don't know. That was a turning point. Whether or not I wanted to keep continuing doing this, yeah, show. but. Uh, you should have been the guy who has to go ask a girl to bring her taser to come tase someone on oh, a podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kurt, Doug. Kurt's like, Doug, go get her. Go find her. Yeah, well, I didn't feel bad for you when we went over to that booth and I saw who else was in there. Yeah, I just so, walked out and go, are you the girl that tased the person? She's like, yeah, I did that yesterday. I was like, I need you to do it again <laughs> right now. She's like, where's he at? <laughs> Follow me. <laughs> I, I can't wait for Iowa Classic just for that. Oh, again. dude, um, Cla- then, D-Rock's going to be at Iowa and Classic. And then we did uh, the... The famous episode 183 at Five Seasons Lodge. That was the one Steve ruined. Steve, Steve, how'd that one go? uh, Let's see. Reflective tape. (laughs) I got really, really drunk and uh, uh, didn't let anybody finish their stories. Bash Native Americans. It's fine. Uh, No, they were Canadian. (laughs) But anyway, that was uh, the eight. You're an idiot. The eight out of the 66 episodes we recorded in 2017 out of studio podcast my goal this year is to record more than 66 episodes this is podcast goals thank you eric for the beverage um, out of the manta cooler i might add we'll get to that in a minute um record more than 66 episodes next year or this year is my goal and do more out of studio podasts i want to do 15 or more out of studio let's do it so okay we'll, well next we week we're gonna hit a couple of them or is that just gonna be one episode oh we're gonna hit uh well I don't know when those episodes will be released. Ah, okay. We're going to be recording at the Archery Trade Show. Um, another fun fact, out of those episodes, we recorded as downloadable or listening content 79 hours and 50 minutes of podcasting in Good 2017. Do we get overtime pay for that? No, we definitely don't. Oh, definitely many, not. That's how, straight pay? How many people? How many, Barely. How many of the hours <laughs> do you think we were actually sober? That's neither here nor there. Um, 79 hours, 50 (laughs) minutes. That's all I got. That's the fun facts of podcasting for us in 2017. Isn't that nuts, dude? We almost worked two full weeks just to bring this to you. How many many hours of that was Steve rambling? I was going to say how many hours were uh, like ruined content. (laughs) 67 (laughs) hours. Which is Steve rambling. For sure, too. (laughs) (laughs) So that being said. But 2017 was a great year. I mean, for for podcasting, uh, we had a great year. Um, Let's get into the two. But this this podcast is brought to you by, and we'll go back to the podcasting, brought to you by Elite Archery. I'm really looking forward to ATA, seeing what else Elite's going to come out with. Um, unless, uh, and the rest of that family, EliteArchery.com, check them out. Darren Christianberry promised us real wild, and I will not let him down if it doesn't happen. <laughs> um, HHA Sports, uh, leader in single pin sites, uh, lifetime warranty, Wisconsin Proud, check them out. Um, Scent Crusher, we love our Scent Crusher stuff. You hear us rant and ramble about it all the time. Great stuff. Really changed, it works. Changed, yeah, changed the way we do scent control. Um, Smith's Custom Meats and Deer Processing. Um, that's a local business for us here. Great deer processing place. It's, I had a guy brought in some sausage today to work and handed me a slice of it. And he's like, Chuck, you know, try this. I'm like, 
this is my home brew stuff. No, it wasn't. It was, it was somebody else. I was like, oh, I'm so thankful for Smiths. Well, what was that? Who was that guy from on the Snapchat? He was in like from Michigan, Michigan, and he had Smiths. Was that Doug Hood? No, no, no. I can't remember who it was, but Bill, they had they I can't had pronounce Smiths his last name. all the way out there. Mm-hmm. Nice. Wow. My homie uh, Drew Booth uh, just just got his deer back. Uh, he shot a buck during first gun season and it was really weird but i never showed you a picture of that but the rack was weird but he just got all his stuff back so he's gonna be enjoying so life check out smith's custom meats and deer processing also uh new to the show rattler grips um rob schneider from uh rattler grips that's the same handsome rob handsome, handsome rob. fantastic um, boom sauce can't wait to meet back up with him at ata he's supporting the show made the whole wcb um, OG's custom grips and if you would like your own working class bow hunter custom grip for your bow just hit them up um, at Rattle Grips on Facebook or Instagram and then uh, new to the show super proud to pronounce it's uh, been one of those things where we, announce or pronounce I, I don't know I'm just going with the flow I don't right, know what I said because right. <laughs> if you're super proud to super proud to pronounce it I'm happy for you I say what I said super proud to super proud to pronounce I said pronounce <laughs> yeah announce <laughs> um well, I was going to say, I was going to give the vibe of, like, the cooler thing that we did on the live. Like, everybody's got a cooler sponsor. and like, Oh, for sure. We always joked around that we wanted a cooler in the studio, and we needed a cooler sponsor because we drink frosty cold beverages when we record, and mm-hmm. everyone does in hunting camp. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> so we basically, like, the stars aligned, and we found the cooler company that's right for us. And it's not a $450 cooler. It's an affordable, nice molded cooler with the seal that keeps everything in and we have manta coolers is on board with the show and we're super thankful for that they are fantastic i mean i think we should give them a little a uh, little shine spot because they're new um to the to the podcast yeah we gotta welcome them man that's uh we we need to add this though we have a manta cooler in we'll we'll, we'll say it's negative 20 out right now by the way but yeah. we got to have the, the the drinks cold in, in the studio so we have a manta cooler 45 quart full of bush lattes and full of Illinois snow mm-hmm. from last February. I mean, Iowa which snow would be better. But <laughs> yeah, which we're selling right now. If you want some <laughs> Illinois snow, we got it. But uh, oh, don't, the feds don't take that the wrong way. This is the first test of our new coolers is during this episode, and uh, you know it's in controlled conditions, but they're I'm, working great. Now I'm liking it. Now you, because of what you do, you're on the road. You you were able to mess with a bunch of others. This is a good point that you're bringing up. Other like coolers, and you know we're not. We're not here to okay, let me bash any other coolers in. I just want to put this out there. Dude, we got these things in, and they are absolutely awesome uh, to us. And you look at the price for the working man. Everybody wants a cooler, man, and everybody just wants that cooler to throw in there. Dude, well, let me add cooler. this in. Like what you were going at is my day job. I work for a big corporation company, and we work on the road, and we travel, and we have service trucks. And we are everywhere from... You know, I was in southern Arizona this year, and it was 112 degrees out, and just for a boy from Illinois, that's just too much. And it's dry heat, and it's miserable. Yeah, you need to desert. come back to negative 20 degrees. So weather. with our yeah. company, it's justifiable for us to buy coolers on the road because we got to have drinks on hand. Like it's a, you have to have it, and you can't just buy a plastic crappy Walmart cooler and expect the thing to hold ice when it's 112 degrees out, the blazing sun that you. Could, basically cook eggs off the top of the cooler on you know um so we've tried everything from yeti ingle all the name brands we have them all i can guarantee it i've used it and i gotta say i like the mana coolers um i think i'm not gonna drop names i think it's better than a lot of the more expensive coolers out there and uh, i'm not just saying that because we have it i wouldn't say it if i didn't think it so um, but we'll test them out this summer when it's hot and blazing we're shooting bows and sweating our asses off and we got to mention all the colors it comes in, dude. For sure, the colors are sick. So, <laughs> so we uh, we had these come in just last week, and uh, Kurt happened to be home, sicker than a dog, sicker than a dog. So they came in in like two parts. Uh, the first day we saw them, Kurt already unboxed them, and it was a good, uh, it was a couple of them. And then uh, and then I pull up to his house because I was like, he's like, hey man, you want to come over and kick it? You know, no one. We're just. We were, we ended up watching some YouTube hunting shows, uh, Conquest Deer Sense show, and we're I was like get ready to pull up, and I'm like, uh, hey dude, you throw them boxes out there? He goes, no. I'm like, well, the rest of the coolers are out there, and we started unboxing them. 
Dude, the colors are fantastic. Yeah, really neat. I got to mention, too, the freak cooler they came out with is like the... You know, like the dispenser. I just yeah. call it like the Gatorade style cooler. That's yeah, what I think the old Gatorade. Dude, you put like jungle juice gnarly. in there. Yep. You ready for days, dude? Imagine that, dude. You go to a. Hey, we need to get Halloween one of those party. this summer and make summer beer in it. Yeah, oh, and summer beer is awesome. And then if we mm. get if we get one of those, dude, for like the you know you're having like a fall party, you make some warm apple pie. Put that in there, dude. Ooh. It's still gonna be warm in there. All right, that was a good plug for Mana. I'm, Just, I'm, uh, I'm moving along. We're turning the gears. We got a lot to talk about. I know you. Um, you gave me the hurry up cue. One thing that I do want to cover quick from last episode 188, uh, the Modern Assassins uh, episode was awesome. Garrett talked about a lot. Learned a lot for us um, about East Coast hunting. Um, we picked two people for giveaways. Uh, the first one was this is our Instagram name. Um, and you have one week to claim it from the airing of this episode, and then if not, we'll just randomly pick another person and keep going until someone claims it. Um, at Curly Girl Becky eighty five, Curly Girl Beck eighty five, Rebecca Trent, you are one of the winners. And the second winner is at Southwest Kansas Hunter um, Wade, um, you are the other winner. You got one week to claim it. Thank you for listening. We appreciate the heck out of you, and congratulations. So we'll get that sent out to you. Just send us your information on Instagram because that's where we picked you winners from. All right. Before Moving we right get along, into it. You got a good veteran shout-out this week. We got the week. vet shout-outs. Yeah, we got, we got two vet shout-outs that we want to want to do today. Um, guys, we've had everybody uh, sending in some, some, uh, some good love for our vets. So the first vet shout-out we're going to do is... Brady Hannawalt, our good buddy uh, Philip Vanderpool sent over. He is a uh, two-time Purple Heart. Uh, he's a wounded warrior. Um, yeah, two-tar- two-time Purple Heart recipient. Recipient, I think, is how you say that. Um, you know the guy. Uh, the guy just shot a buck today, and I guess they're going to recover it. So, I mean, thank you for your service to this country. I hope you find that buck. I, I it wasn't clear if they did find it or not, but they're going to get it. They're going to get it. Okay, yeah. so that's even better. So. Uh, congratulations to you, man. That's awesome. We thank are you for your service. Super stoked, yeah, dude. Definitely. Thank you for your service. Congratulations on the buck. And the other vet shout out here. I had it just pulled up and I clicked out of it. I apologize. Here, there it is. Real nice. Yeah, smooth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Yeah, I <clears throat> I had it. Uh, the the other vet shout out um, is going to be Jack Zimmerman. Um, if he hasn't ever been shout out, and this guy. Also uh, lost both legs in an IED, um, so he's a he's a disabled vet too. Um, he's become very involved in conservation and politics, along with being a hardcore hunter and dog trainer. Uh, your buddy Steve Strauff uh, sent that out to you. So Jack Zimmerman, thank you for your service. Thank you to this country, and thank you for your continued service to what we love is conservation and getting into politics. I know you're doing the right thing, man. You went over lost your legs for this country and now you want to come back and make this country better that is fucking awesome hell yeah yes. hell yeah like that's the shit uh Thank that's you. the type of person i want to be um you know jack and brady as well you guys are just out there doing amazing things and had just awful awful things happen to you and you still want to do the right thing man that is that's why we love our vets so much dude you guys mean the world to us um 2018 is probably going to be the year that we're going to really hunker down, do some really cool things for some vets. If uh, we'll do our best, whatever we can, we're gonna we're gonna try it because you guys went out there and did so much, and we love you to death. And keep going. All right, thank you, man, for your service. Appreciate everyone for listening. Uh, we're kind of rambling, um, which is fine. We can do whatever we want. It's our show. It's a, it's one of those kind of things like where it's, you know, it's the first episode of the year. We're kind of recapping, um, going over some things. Uh, next week and beyond, things are really going to kick into gear. We're going to get busy. we got a ton of people lined up. we got to get on the show. Um, that that agenda is stacking on. It's piling up really heavy. Um, but let's let's talk about our year in podcasting a little bit from 2017 and then talk about, like, our the year of hunting during 2017. If you will, if that's cool with, with everyone here in the studio mm-hmm. silently staring at me. Sounds good. So last year we did, like I said, 66 episodes. That's insane. Almost 80 hours of podcasting, which I don't know how that compares to other like hunting podcasts, but I feel like you know we we never missed a week. You know what's wild, which we, which we promise everyone we do at least once a week. And you yeah. traveled a lot. 
It was tough, man. So there was, was times like, where if I knew I was going to be gone for six weeks, we recorded. Dude, we were doing four episodes a week at, at yeah, times. And, yep. and you know, those are that's up almost hour and a half, two hours sometimes an episode, and that's a you know, that's a ton of work to preload yeah. all that. Which I mean, you listen to most uh, every other podcast, with the exception of like Rogan or whatever. Dude, these guys are doing podcasts. And they're stacking them and releasing them, and it, it it's content. But like what we always love to do is when we do a podcast, you know, especially when we do our like a little Facebook lives, dude, we do our podcast and the next day it's out. And it, to us, that's one of our favorite things is to or the night of if we yeah, yeah that's well, the it's, it's the night of you know what I mean. But most people see it the next day. It just right. it's always fun to just do one once a week so we stay as current as we can. But you know, there are times where. We got to throw two or three episodes in, and I mean, if we are able to, we'll, you know, like our Kurt will be at home do a intro that day, and then release it. So it just it's make it work, man. We make it work, but man, there there was a couple weeks where it was like, good lord, are we what really was? Doing- uh, let's do this. What was your? Well, I want to hear our listeners' favorite episode episodes, like. You know, if it, whether or not you're into the funny episodes, if you're into the crazy episodes we do with no guests, if you like the more informative ones, um, what do you like hearing? What can we do more of this year? Um, what changes should we make um, without firing Steve from the podcast? And uh, <laughs> or <laughs> that's still an option. Yeah. It's still an option. I mean, that's we could. Yeah, they're kind of grooming Doug to be the funny guy, and he's kind of killing it. So we're, I'm kind of a little worried. <laughs> we got him on the bottle. Try my best. We're raising him up. Yeah, I've been starting to watch wrestling shows. Yeah, so I'm on my way. Doug's wrestling references are actually going to be funny. <laughs> Let's start with Eric. What was your top three favorite Ooh, episodes? Top three. That's tough out of oh, top that three. Is 80 tough. hours. Of- <laughs> I think uh, Prairie Storm Outfitting. That was. I mean, that was just an all-around blast because yeah. we had a riot the whole time. Uh, Darren Christianberry. All of them. All Which of them. One? Yeah. All we of did them. two or three with him yep. last year. Because everything, I mean, anything he says, you just got to sit back and listen to and take it all in. Soak it up, yep. Um, third one. It's tough with all the ones we've done so No, far. man, it's tough. That's why I put you on blast. <laughs> I know. Um, I know. I can't think. I can't think of a third one. I think. I think. I think you got a third one. You just don't want to say it. You just got to think. Just think of one. No, I know, but I, I'm trying to remember There's all of them. There's 66 of them. We just pick one. Doug, you weren't here for yeah, all of ahead. those. Come back. Wait, was 60th I was Parallel Adventures? Yeah, I think 60th Super. Parallel. Uh, that was a good one. That was, that a, was a good I think one. I them guys were... Because I'm, I'm, I went back and I was just looking like... Oh, are you looking? Are you cheating? Oh, yeah. What was your favorite, Doug? You weren't here for, I mean, not even half. No, but... A lot. A, a fair amount lately. And Mark was here for a fair amount, too. Yeah. I'd say one of my favorites was... Um, with Mark and Eric's bucks. Oh yeah, just recently. That was a fun episode. Yeah, it was fun. What about you, Mark? What about me? What about me? What about me? <laughs> um, I gotta go with the trip up to HHA. That was fun. <laughs> that was awesome. That was fun. And Scott's awesome. So that was killer. Um, and then, like you guys said, anything with Darren, Christian Berry. Um, I like the ones with uh, Clark was talking about the turkeys. He's saying things about turkeys that I never even knew yeah. existed. Was that this last last year? Yeah, I believe so. Not that long ago, actually, if I remember right. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, anything with the, the elite guys, you know, the respected game guys, they're all great. Austin Chandler's good. Uh, but I guess I like coming on and when, we're, when we don't have a guest and just talking deer hunting. Those are some of my favorites. Because we can right. get funny and silly and laugh and like, yeah, you don't got to stick to like yeah. the agenda, I guess. Although I love, the, I love the stories. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love the stories from the you know the guys that are doing it for a living too. But right, yeah, it's a good so. mix. You got to have both. But I agree. Steve, what about you? What about me? What about me? Uh, one of my favorites was um, uh, and there was these were like kind of back to back. Like the the two that stick out. I was just going back and looking at them. Uh, I've heard TJ Unger. That was a good fun episode. Because it was like, all right, we know we want to get this guy on just kind of through Instagram. And, dude, he was the shit. Like, it was awesome. He was fantastic. Killed it. And I was like, this guy's this guy's awesome. We had such a great time on that podcast. And then uh, the other really, like, one that stuck out that was pretty surprising was uh, Josh McDaniel. Because it was like, okay, you know, let's see what this guy's all about. You know, and I didn't, I, I, I didn't really know him. 
a lot gotta, of times these guys when we record with them it's like our first time a lot of, not all the yeah. time is our first time having a, a legitimate real conversation and that makes some really close friends, man. When you have close, and I think that's yeah. what you meant by you were surprised. With yeah, Josh. no, and not, not not that I was like, oh, these guys might suck, dude. They they, they don't look <laughs> like the VN. I, I didn't. I'm not saying that, but it was like, okay, you know, you start kind of making connections through Instagram, uh, or you know, just social media, social whatever. Media, and, you know, yeah. he's kind of, uh, but then you get him on, and you're like, dude, you're like really relatable, and you know, that was the thing. Like TJ was just awesome. Josh was really awesome too, and, and Kristen's up there too. I don't want to leave her out because she had an awesome story about the, the curly, uh, yeah. the buck she shot. So those were those are number two. Number three, um, out of all of them, just because of the story that happened afterwards was uh, ethics with archery with Hoss. So I, I know we've told this story before, but we recorded with the guy on Thursday. I want to say it was. And he's like, yeah, dude, I drive, uh, you know, he's like, he drives like a half ton pickup, quarter ton, or, you know, full ton. I don't know what he drives. But he goes and he gets like a quarter ton. He gets like a, yeah, a quarter <laughs> ton, a half ton. That <laughs> <laughs> picks up fifth wheels. If it, if it can haul a fifth wheel. But he's like, yeah, I drove right uh, right through 80, right through uh, Davenport and stuff. I was like, well, what the hell, dude? And I'm like, I don't know, we must have recorded that on like a Wednesday. It was weird. He's like, well, come back Friday. And I go, dude, come through. I'm doing stand-up. And he showed up. And it was just one of those, we talked to him. First time I'd ever talked to the guy. You're basically saying we recorded with him, and then we were hanging out with him. Like and then, yeah, and then we hung out with him. I mean, you know, I've had, we've had those, but I just thought that was, like, so weird. that Again, it was what that connection where it was, hey, you know, we kind of chatted here and there. And then all of a sudden, oh, my God, here you are. And plus, the guy right. got a uh, tattoo, tattoo right. of yeah. us on this. So I got a logo. Yeah, that happened in 2017. <laughs> Someone got a tattoo of our logo before us. And that's, yeah. uh, that's pretty cool that he got a tattoo after hearing your stand up. Yeah, he did. And <laughs> you know what? Dude, he's still a I'm impressed. He called me. He called me the other day, like two days ago, and I forgot to call him back. So, Hoss, if you're hearing this, sorry, I'll call you back when I get in the car. I Shit, forgot. he called me too. I forgot all about that, dude. I got to call call that dude back. But yeah, that was, that was a good episode because dude. it's just one of those things that yeah, like you're saying, the connections, and that's what this podcast is really. Pick one more episode really off the top done. of your hat right now. Off the top of my head, dude. Man, I feel bad. I got to go, Christian Barry. Yeah, I, I just you. love that guy to death. Dude. I do too. Any, anytime he comes back on, I'm like, why did he come back? I think I, think I got a third one. Oh. Larry McCoy. Yeah. Nope. Chris yeah. Helms. Chris Helms was awesome. That was a great episode. Yeah, that was fun. That's a cool thing, man. Like, I can't. I don't really have a three. I just asked that. I just figuring <laughs> you guys just like to make. Do you, you want me to read I'll the do, list? I'll do you, so you put us on blast. <laughs> yeah, I can't put yeah, you yeah. on blast. Let's no, hear three. No, All right, no. Hey, go look okay. back. Take a look back if, and see what we got. Let me let me say this. Let me say this. I'll I'll pick a three, but. I like podcasting. It's what we do. So I have fun anytime we can have like legitimate conversation. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. With our show, I feel like I'm not going to be like, say Steve's our guest. What is your favorite thing about the outdoors? And then you give me some stenciled out answer. And then I don't really ever, at the end of the episode, if that's how the whole thing goes, I don't really know what kind of person you are. Exactly. Because you put on this stenciled out mannequin robot question answer question answer question answer and i don't like that because i like to bullshit like you know we have a job to do with interviewing and stuff like that but what the way i like that we do things is we try not to make it that to where i feel like if i run into say chris helms we haven't met chris helms in person right so you're right. Being at ata? if he's at ata i don't know if he will be or not but if he is at ata it's like Hey, dude, what's up? Haven't talked to you. Like, I don't feel like I have to make another introduction sure, because sure. I've already had an hour-long conversation with him and got to know the guy, you know, for the most part. Not well, to know him like I don't know him, know him, but I feel like I do through the legitimate, real conversation that we've had. Right, and I like you the way you, like, yeah. not a lot of people know this, but the way you put it before each podcast, if we have a guest on, Kurt, you're like, we're going to ask you questions. If you want to take it any way you want or you feel like we're going off the rails, you want to take it anyway, it's your show. Take it wherever you want. Right, right. And... Th- so, that being said, I just like podcasting <laughs> so much that if I can have legitimate conversation or learn something, because we interview a lot of people we look up to, which is super cool, but I guess if I had to pick a top three, and this is without like really thinking real deep about it, um, any episode with 
Ross Bigger and Austin Chandler. I enjoy, oh, yeah. the, I enjoy the shit out of. I was and we did to throw in Ross. <laughs> we do a lot of episodes with them guys. Uh, Clark Cummings is in there too. Like lump them all into that one category. Like those guys are in studio. It's a good time. Um, why do you keep smirking all weird, Steve? Because I just think of funny shit to say, and then I let you talk, and then I say <laughs> he, the funny shit. He's just shit. so happy about our uh, productive year last year yeah. that he's No, I was just uh, well, so consider Clark, Ross, and Austin all in one category for, like, that's one pick. Yeah. Anytime we get to record with those guys, I'm having a good time. Um, NODR's got to be on your list. They're they're up there, man. <laughs> that was a wild that was a fun episode. episode. I don't that wasn't really like a that wasn't like a real noteworthy episode though. No, there was nothing like uh, of substance that came out of it, but it was just fun. It was different. It was you different. know what I mean. That was like the 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 gimmick match. If I like you will. I do like recording with fun. people that have never. Not that this is like one of my top picks, but I like recording podcasts with people that hunt like locally, but that have never been on camera or have been had a, a microphone shoved in their face right speaking and of which was trevor even on an episode last year i don't know yeah he was was he sure he was i don't know i don't think he was i was thinking one. about i was taking a poop the other day i was like man what's the last time trevor did a podcast right schmidt didn't mean him do an episode together I don't think so. Yeah, I think, you know what? No, yeah, I think you're right. I think no, you did. we're talking I don't, like I first not, of the year. I looked through the episodes and I t- tallied up all the numbers. I didn't see Trevor's name on any episodes. That unless guy sucks. Unless he just guest hosted and it wasn't in. <laughs> I think he just sat in an episode, maybe because the Johnson brothers uh, sat in a couple episodes. One Johnson brother did. Really? I but anyway, we like, I like and then they and quit they bow hunting. So what'd you do to them? <laughs> right, right. But yeah. my my point was, I like interviewing people or having people sitting on podcasts that have never done it, which I think is fun. Yeah. Or there's um, a lot of people we've called and that's never done podcasts before. Yeah, but in, in studio. But uh, other picks, anything Darren Christianberry. He's just a plethora of knowledge. He's insane. And uh, the one we did with Chris Brackett was probably my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. We didn't do a podcast with Chris. No, hey, we uh, we did we recorded two podcasts, but said it was one. <laughs> the, person, the people I really enjoyed talking to a bunch, and I was kind of starstruck by Ralph and Vicky. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was that was a cool was a episode. Good one. That, that was, was a cool really episode. fun. Those guys are fun. They dude, they never break character, and that's awesome. No, I don't no, think that's, you don't. Get, I don't you, think that's a. They're character. not that's in character. You have not met uh, them. That's them. That's the, yeah. That is all the time. I, well, they were going to yeah. come down. You remember they were? Uh, we were talking after an episode because they're relatively local to us, and they're like, "You guys know where Galesburg is?" We're like, "Yeah, it's just like south of us." And they go, "Oh, well." Um, uh, I can't think of their kid's name. Um, RJ. RJ. He's like, RJ has wrestling tournaments down there, so we kind of drive past, you know, down 74. It's like, yeah, just take a right. <laughs> You're there. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, well, you'll meet them at ATA, man. Well, I hope maybe we'll podcast with them there. They're they're a good time. They're they're some of my favorites. In a there. short yeah. Italian from Chicago. I can't wait. <laughs> they probably, yeah, they, they, were, uh, they were awesome. I didn't mean that they were. Say their last name. Cyril Siano. <laughs> Ciron. C- no. <laughs> Everybody says it a little bit different. I think it's Sian Cerullo. Sian Cerullo. Cerullo. There it is. Yep. But anyway, that was. I think we had a good year for podcasting. I think man. we did. I, I, I think wanna, we had a great year. I want to reflect on like what some of our favorite moments were of podcasts. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, because I had one. I know I talked to you about this last week uh, when we had Daniel Lee Martin on. Oh yeah, that was one of my he, favorites actually, though too. He, God, there's so there's so there's many. so many you can't even he, think of them all. Like he was such a good deal. This guy was a former country star. And he told some cool stories, and like me and his running joke is, I'm like, dude, you got to come down and golf with me. And anytime, you know, he's like, oh, I haven't golfed in a while, but he loved golfing, so we bonded over that. We, I think we got about halfway through the episode, maybe like three quarters of the way, and we were talking about country music, and Kurt goes, I hate like all that, like, no, I you said, know. um. <laughs> He said that he listens to Wheeler Walker Jr. and I was yeah. like, "Oh yeah, eating pussy and kicking ass." And, he goes, and he's yeah, like, you can, "What? You can say that on here?" <laughs> yeah, dude, he goes, "Oh shit, I didn't know that." Well, and that's where he came out as uh, he's like, "My favorite new word is douche canoe," and I've been using it ever since. Oh I my god, yeah, I, I and I, I was like, it. "I go, well, what did you think when we said like anything goes?" You know, I, I yeah, think you don't just, think he took it literal. I, I don't blame him, man. You're on somebody yeah. else's show. You can't just be like, "Oh, mother effer," you I know, right. kicking ass. Like, yeah, I'm not going to go on, not going to go on a chasing tails podcast and ruin that one again. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Shout out to those guys. We recorded an episode with them, and me and Steve uh, 
It was a good time, man. Dude, that was. I mean, we went a lot longer than we thought. He yeah, said like it was one of their top episodes so far. Well, yeah, duh. We're absolute cool. superstars. So what did he expect was going to happen? What, you expected it? Hey, he expected they peaked us to and then we killed their show. <laughs> yeah, he thought we were going to come on there. People showed up to check it out. And then they're like, oh, yeah, dude, these douche canoes suck. <laughs> no, I, I love those guys. Go check out Jason Tales podcast. That was a highlight of my year was doing their podcast. But I think we should talk about our hunting season, man. Like, we're not. We're kind of rambling. Which is, Which fine. is fine. It's, it's the first, it's first uh, episode of the year. Getting warmed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. It's first. the first oil change of the year. Come on, dude. There's going to be some grit in there. Yeah, like you negative would. 20 out, you got to change your oil. So uh, <laughs> everyone... Uh, Replace it with antifreeze. Let's stop. Mark is the king of the year. King Uh-oh. of 2017. Yeah, because he Mark. went back to work. <laughs> sort of. Mark yeah, is, that's true. Let me play this real quick. <clears throat> I haven't <laughs> shot one in 15 years. What about me? <laughs> what about you? I may have been whining a little bit. I haven't shot one in 15 years. What, <laughs> what about, about me? <laughs> what about me? Hey, Mark, when was the last time? Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this because you had a fantastic year. When was the last time you had, like, you, when did you start taxidermying? Uh, 2004, I believe. Yes. Ooh, so just around 15 years. So when you had a 40-hour job. Is yes. it one of the last times you killed a big deer? Is that what I'm understanding? Oh, no, not really. All right, all right, all right. I was just trying to lead you. I killed a good you. one with my gun one time during that time. But <laughs> yeah, actually, pretty much. <laughs> well, there you <laughs> go. You say that. I'm well, not sure what you're saying, but yeah, that's what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Much, that's, yeah, well, for people on. that don't know, Mark is the king of the year because yes, Mark yes. killed the biggest buck out of our entire crew. Ooh, finally. And there were some big deer that hit the ground. <laughs> 180. Yeah, Dick. Two yep. inches. I'm just kidding. Good <laughs> 182. I've been getting a little hate mail. <laughs> Have you? Scott from HHA sent me a picture He's of a my deer, and he's like, I officially hate you, dude. <laughs> I was in that text message. Yeah. I'm like, sorry, brother. I still love you. <laughs> and then I had another buddy of mine go to say, take your social media picture down. I hate it. I'm sick of seeing that big deer. This is me. I'm off. offended. Yeah. <laughs> I'm offended. So, yeah, let's... Doug should be offended. Actually, Eric well, should, be I offended. should be offended. Because should be offended. I shot yeah. one earlier that day, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, the good day job, before, good job. right? Yeah, or the Friday. day before, yeah, yep. yeah, your biggest buck." <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, "Everyone's like, good job, good job." And then Mark's like, "Oh, I shot a giant." I'm like, "Well." No one knows about me anymore. <laughs> yeah, what about me? Eric, who? A raisin in the sun. Oh, what was that? Hey, to rain on your parade, but I wasn't passing. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're pissing in my Cheerios yeah. right there. I was making it a great weekend. That's all. Yeah, right. but that was a back to back like pissing all over. Eric yeah. kills a great buck with his bow. Mark says, "Less than 24 hours, he kills one." Yeah. yeah. Mark says, "Fuck you." Yeah. Watch this. Watch yeah. this. Yeah. Watch you with the old, old dog it. knows new tricks. Yeah. Hold my beer and watch this watch shit. Watch Illinois wipe Iowa out. Yes. Yeah. I think <laughs> we were. I think we were talking smack for Illinois one there. Yeah. Good like work, Mark. Word. Illinois. Woo-hoo. Tell us how we're doing work. And yeah. Then, usually I got to count on you and Trevor. Then Mark but. came out of nowhere. <laughs> I finally got it done. Illinois power. Mark's, ta- right. Mark's telling me about his two and a half year olds, and then shoots a one and eight two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mark's <laughs> off the bench. Sketchy. It's Sketchy. like when you're playing pool. I don't have any bugs in my property. Yeah. What about me? <laughs> me, my dad, and Trevor are star players here, shooting three pointers. Here comes Mark with a slam dunk for Illinois. Just says, "Get out of here, bitch!" With your Iowa shit. <laughs> Doug had the bragging rights for about what a week, two weeks, two weeks, two weeks, two weeks. Dude, it was funny. That deer was the talk of the shop too. Uh, I still get bragging rights because I called. Yeah, you called it. Yeah. So you can't. Yeah. Even, I called the day. You can't even be pissed off dot. that he shot that. But uh, dude, me, and, me, and I Mark, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> me, me and Mark shouldn't have done that. Mark, you got another 15 years. Yeah, right. Yeah, we'll never call another deer for you again, sucker. <laughs> well, dude, me and Mark work at the same, uh, work at the same mechanical uh, shop, HVAC, tenor, and I'm a little tradesman. But, uh, dude, that was the talk of the shop. Like, this kid came up to me and goes, hey, did you see that uh, deer that uh, uh, Mark Rife shot? And I go, yeah, I saw it on Buddies with him. Oh, really? How big do you think that thing was? And I go, it, it was like when we were in the middle of doing our contest, I go, uh, I can't tell you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> score. Well, so it's confidential. Doug had shot, we did a whole podcast on it, 160, what episode was that? 179. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, it had man. to be real close to I still, 180. I still, get, I, still get, I still get made fun of that for my voice on that yeah. one. Oh, your yeah. Voice? Your voice is cracking. excited. Oh, well, okay, so it sounded like he was yeah. going through puberty. Mem- remember, remember you shot that deer? Remember that happened? Remember? 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 Yeah, I was there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I remember it. 
you shot that deer, remember? And <laughs> we were basically like, this is the deer of the decade. Like, every 10 years, someone in your circle will kill, hopefully, will kill a buck of very large magnitude. Uh, the buck, the once-in-a-lifetime buck. the hundred like freak buck. What would you say? The 165-inch yeah. plus. So that's not a regular thing, even though we live that in Illinois. That was me. I was that guy. <laughs> <laughs> There's Doug. There he is. It's like, dude, you can, buck of the decade. Yep. Old, gnarly deer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, old just, deer, too. Old. Not just big. Which you yeah. still win old deer of the year. Yeah. My doe might get you though. Yeah, his yeah. Well, we got to get back to that because <laughs> we'll that was we'll something see, I didn't we'll want to bring see, up. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna send the teeth in, aren't you? Ain't you? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Oh, oh you already yeah, sent them. We're going to though. Yeah, we I got them. We are. Are you gonna send the teeth in from your buck, yep. Mark? Yep. I'm gonna send mine in too. Why not? Yeah. Screw it. I don't care about Eric, any other deer I killed this year, as far as aging goes, except for that doe. My God, dude, that was a pig. I hope that doe runs you. You still got the jaw? Oh, I got the whole head. Oh yeah. I'm gonna euro mounter. Yeah. You gotta give me those teeth. You want to send them? I will. I will. Yeah. Is he gonna beat my record? It might. Eight eight and a half. Yeah. I think my deer is gonna beat your record. Ooh, you think so? It's possible. My teeth, teeth are worn. My teeth, my teeth look more worn than yours than we compared them. Really? They're really worn. There was like it's no. Te- be there was no teeth in Kurt's doe's mouth. It's <clears throat> those front. Those front teeth are worn <laughs> Dude, pretty bad. Yeah. I'm gonna say she's nine. Really? She's gumming it. She I'm was. Not, she I'm was gumming them beans. I was about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I might have another other deer chewing for her. And spit it up. <laughs> yeah. Now, Mildred, you chew those beans up for me real good, like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I have the sound bite anymore. <laughs> I might lose the title. You need then. some milk. <laughs> <laughs> That's all she was Dude, she couldn't bite down on a nipple if she wanted to. She had no it's a, man, that nose getting old looking. It's having problems eating. He needs some milk. <laughs> <laughs> but I th- I think she's old, man. I do. Yeah. I I uh, we we looked at the front teeth. I'm like, good man, <laughs> really good. Maybe great. she's not as old as I think. Maybe she's just a, a big old mama. I don't know. But we're well, we'll find out here. Hey, you she's got to be somewhat old. It takes those does a while to get that freaking big. Yeah, man. she was a hoss. She 184 pounds. Hey, the yeah. guts are still on your yard, dude. I, I looked out there. I, I, I cleaned that. I, I cleaned <laughs> I that dough. Listen, to this you can't. Just, I gotta explain it now. I cleaned that dough you on the can't yard. Make this shit up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't. And I'm like, uh, I'm such like a redneck hippie, and so is my wife. I'm like, oh, here, I'll, I'll get rid of them. No, we'll keep them for the cats in the neighborhood. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, the good thing is it's so cold out, you can go out and get the heart and still eat it right now. Oh, yeah, I got right, the heart. Yeah. I kept the heart. Well, I'm saying you could have just left it outside. <laughs> I could have. Um, <laughs> he tossed him out there, though. Like, what else happened, man? I mean, in twenty, in a recap. Uh, Papa Dave shot a buck. Yep. Yeah, my dad um, shot a good 10-pointer with my arrow. Trevor yes. Shot, Trevor shot a good buck. Trevor shot a good 8-pointer. Well, he, uh, he cheated, shot a good didn't buck. he? Brandon did shoot a good buck. So yep. the guys we're naming off, for people that don't know, this is our what we call the OGs, and that's just a group of guys that are all friends, real tight group of friends with the podcast. And everyone killed something with horns or antlers except for Steve. Yep. How's that feel? It let's, sucks. Let's talk about it. Uh, Why does know, it suck, uh, though? Well, because it's like, you know, you... You get to about this point in the year, and you haven't done it, and then it makes you think. It's like, ah, did I do enough? Do you feel like you, you could have done more? I feel like, yeah. I, uh, well, not that I could have done, but that I should have done more. Um, right. You know, I could have. There was a should have. <laughs> should have. <laughs> there was a, there was a couple situations I did see some bucks. Where do you think? Okay, let me. Add, I'm going to break you down real quick. All right. I think you. Know, I know where you're going. Mentally, rate, rate yourself on effort. Mentally, okay. Your mindset before the season is you're like I'm I'm putting it down I'm gonna get it done. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that? Where did it go off the rails? Because it's not of lack of me trying to motivate you to get it done. We know there was plenty of that there. It's um, I like to see my my close friends be successful in the deer woods. Yeah, it's uh, I think, and this is I'm not sitting here trying to make excuses. Um. I won't I, let you make it bullshit excuses. No, right now. I, I'm just letting you know. So if you're going to put something out there, I'm going to no, put you straight on blast. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not putting it straight on blast. I think that um, <clears throat> that the the excuse I made, or uh, <laughs> you're saying it, the excuse I'm making. I think careful with your words here. Yeah. I might have some bad luck with 
properties. Bullshit. Of- <laughs> <laughs> um, Come on. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Doug's already put Dick. him on blast. I, I'm sorry. I was, my hand was on the button. Was no, was that, <laughs> wait, was that you or was that Mark? Yeah, that was me. I thought that was Mark. Was Doug. <laughs> oh, shit. Bullshit. <laughs> Let's be honest. All it's right, just continue. an excuse. That was my, that was okay. my bad. But hear me out. What, what, I'm sorry. Uh, where are we going? I, I think, here's Steve out. I think one of my biggest things is uh, I just, uh, for for. The way that the two properties that I have sit, um, my entry and exit into the stands where they're going to be the best are not the best, and I it was something I really yeah, I'm going to put you on blast on. right now. I need to work on because you have and exit. the best possible entry route to that Bull. property. You go from a subdivision where there's no fucking deer. And you have horses to walk with you. Not, in. not until you get to that gate, though, because you walked out there. Don't. Once you hit that gate, you have to cross that open field. Are you arguing with him over It's an 40 yards <laughs> to your hang-on from that gate. Do you know? And if it's a north wind, best case scenario, you go in completely undetected because what's on the other end is an open field where you know the deer are not at yet, especially in the afternoon. Well, the afternoon's a different story. I'm talking morning because I wanted to get it done morning, huh. and I did. But I the did. thing is, Steve is that's not an excuse because if your property doesn't allow you to hunt mornings effectively, where you're going to ruin your ground with pressure going in in the dark, if the deer are there, you just hunt afternoons there. And that's why I hunted a lot of afternoons. I did hunt a couple mornings, and I, I did shoot a doe that morning. You did, and because I stayed on, but I, the thing I didn't is, here's the thing. Cross that field though. Here's the thing. You shot her from the ground. <laughs> yeah. When you were literally across a very narrow hayfield of your stand. Like I feel like the thing is that it killed me about you is every time I talked to you is you wouldn't be in your stand. If you were in your stand, I feel like you'd have a lot more opportunities. One when you're laying rolling around on the ground like a heathen, <laughs> like a heathen, you just got Steve scent all over the place. No matter how much scent control, scent crusher, ozone, whatever you use, Eventually, you're creating human odor, right? You know, when the, you said that, that just reminded me of like one of those cement rollers. You know, like the big heavy duty trucks they drive around on gravel to flatten it out. I feel like you just in the in the grass just rolling. <laughs> the big ass he though. What, what are they? Uh, what the fuck? Do they but you know what I mean? Though, yeah, like, no, I, I get. You, I, I get feel you. that. I feel like this is where you got lost this year. And this is good, though. This is a good conversation because hunting is a learning curve. Like It is. You have the least amount of experience, which we, we embrace that, and that's a beautiful thing about yeah. our show, and uh, that's what it's all about. There's a lot of new hunters that listen. I think that what you thought or what you settled on in your head is, I'm out here, that's enough. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, to where and I think you I could, got... You, just being in the woods is not enough to be effective and to kill something. Yes, you're out there. But there's certain times where less is more, or are you out there in the way you should be out there to where, yeah, I could go out to my hunting property and sit in the middle of a field every night, and yes, I'm out there, and maybe one time I might get lucky and see a a big buck come out of the field, Mm -hmm. look at me and go, fuck this, and turn around and go back in the woods, and then I'll tell everyone the rest of the season, I saw a really big buck. Well, yeah, you did, but it didn't really mean anything at the end of the day because you're probably never going to see the buck again because you're hunting ineffectively. Yeah, and I think what... Uh, and, th- and this, You know this what I'm saying? Of, yeah, and this, says, yeah. No, well, then I agree with you, and this is what kind of screwed me up mentally, and, you know, for... I went from a property where, dude, <clears throat> if I saw three deer within a month, like, I was, like, awesome. Then, you know, this new property, I was seeing deer almost every time I went out. Mm-hmm. And then, <clears throat> to me, it's just... You know, and then you, yeah, but that, you know what ha- that tapered off though. It did, and because and it, of hunting ineffectively. But then it, you know, then it started to shoot back up too. Mm-hmm. You know, because then you start changing things. You're like, okay, well, I'm not seeing deer, and then maybe it's because I'm doing this. And you oh. know what? I think the biggest downfall of the year was though that ground blind man. Yeah. You put that ground blind out there, and deer were like, fuck this. No, it was out there all year. When I finally sat in it, I did see I did see the uh, the, the the only big buck, but he only came to the field edge. He was kind of working with When did you put that the, thing out? Oh, uh, 
November 1st. August? Yeah. <laughs> November 9th. That threw right out in the middle of the, the standing. 7th <laughs> 6 a.m. I, I was setting it up at about 7 in the morning. No, I put that out August, I think. Did you brush it in or anything, or is it just out there in the middle no, of the field? No, I think what the the big thing was is... Is it out in the middle of the field? I know. It got, dude, it got blown into the timber. Because it like uh, I put the stakes down, or whatever, the stakes that they give you. And I remember I told you, I was like, yeah, I set that up, and uh, it looks like it might be pretty good. You know, I see some deer cross there, and the first thing Kurt asks is like, hey, you didn't use the uh, stakes that they give you. You bought some new ones, right? I go, no, dude, they give you like 16 of them shits. So yeah, how many did you use? It. I got like 10. <laughs> dude, I came back, and that thing was gone. Always buy extra like, 10 stakes. Buy yep. the legit big yep. ones. Yep. Yeah. If you're going to do that. And I don't... Uh, Learn my lesson on that one. Yeah. There, you know, there was a couple times where it was... It, there were some fun sits, and there were some pretty good sits in there, but, you know, you... For everybody that, like, thinks the ground blind's great, uh, they suck. <laughs> Dude, it's just... Well, I just... I hate to bust your balls, man, but... They don't suck if you, unless you use them in the right conditions, the right... Uh, but you do you're, you're, the right you application, the, dude, right. You, you start hearing the shit right that's scenario. behind you, and you can't look. Well, right. my problem with the ground blinds is I don't feel like I'm gonna kill something out of them because I would much. I where I'm at home is thirty foot up and a little hang absolutely, on. Absolutely, and I feel like this is the most effective thing. Nothing, you know, deer see ground blinds. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a blob. Whether if you rush it in, it's still a big thing sitting there on the ground. Right. But you know, when you're thirty foot up, you can throw that stand up. Get up in there. You're tiny. You're hidden. Um, the wind's right. You're like, okay, I can see, you know, way out into the field. I got branches hiding me. It, it's just a stealthier, more killer type feel yeah. than a, a fucking ground blind sitting on the ground in a goddamn sports chair yeah. with a <laughs> bottle of water and a cup holder and, and a heater, <laughs> right. in a heater, and you're kicking your feet around like a little kid. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's nice because you can do all that. But to me, there's got to be something a little miserable about feeling effective yeah. you know what i, I mean feel, well, uh, I, I get you i feel a lot more comfortable yeah. in a stand than i do in a ground blind comfortable as in like you're going to be successful yes. successful yes more and, well, and more comfortable right. i mean you're sitting in one of those ground blind chairs and they're not comfy no yeah. i've had some shitty tree stands and they're more comfortable than those ground right. blind yeah. chairs I hate, I hate ground blinds my my dad's getting older and he's always like well what if what if what if we put a ground blind over there and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think like, what if you put a ground blind get over your ass in a stain? Yeah, oh, get those redneck yeah. blinds. If you can get them on like a trailer, you know, where you yeah. get like the ten footers at least, and get them out there, dude, that shit would be so awesome to put that in like a soybean field right now. Well, I will say, and like, have like a heater in there. Going dude. A hay bale blind kind of changes I things. Just I, like I say the only comfortable one I've been in is exactly. a hay bale blind. I like that because you feel like you're stealthy, and if you have other hay bales out there. Oh like, yeah. Okay, this is legit. Best case scenario right. at that point. Right. Yeah, it's different. But if you're like rocking like uh, you know some Walmart camo, I think deer can tell the difference between like real tree <laughs> and Walmart camo. <laughs> I don't, I'm guessing. I don't, I don't hate ground blinds. I just if you don't blend it in, yeah. I just feel like you're screwing. That's yourself. what I'm saying. Right, you gotta right. have the right scenario for it. Exactly. You can't just go right. throwing up wherever the hell you want. But at the same time, though, like that being said, you, you know, sometimes you just you go, you have seasons that are unsuccessful. No matter how you hunt, no matter how good your property is, no matter whatever. Like I killed a good deer this year. I had potential to kill a monster. You know, the deer I hit high on the shoulder. That you know, that's a fuck up. That's on me. That's just part of bow hunting. That's what happens. But I saw a lot of big deer this year, more than I ever have, like in one season ever. And the, it just didn't align. I think I, I played the chess game too much. I think I jumped around. Like this is like my biggest like look back on 2017 as a hunter is I I got so excited with seeing deer and having a lot of cameras this year that I think I jumped around a lot, which is not bad. You know, it could have happened anywhere. Right. And I'm not saying that I would do it differently, but I think I would have had more consistent success if I would have. Got one spot and stuck with that spot. Well, and sat it. Yeah, could, well, but don't get too comfortable because if I, you know, I picked a spot and I didn't move any stands and yeah. you know, look what happened. So, you know, you got to find that yeah. happy media. You don't want to burn a stand. You can play out. devil's advocate all day because yeah, Steve can. had that, but then me and Eric killed two bucks out of the same stand at the same time. I exactly. Mean, you know, exactly, it's just yeah. it's it's the way whatever it works. you do, it's what you do. You know. Yeah, sure. and I'm just not happens. saying I would because I like jumping around. Yeah. I, I enjoyed my season more because I'm like. Well, I like this stand. Well, I'm going to hop over there, and I'm going to do this. Well, and, and yeah, yeah, right. well, you were on a new property also, so it's like it's good to jump around and yeah. kind of see where the deer are going and I'm what learning. they're doing. You're right. You're learning that property to say, okay, 
next year, this is what I'm going to do. This is where I'm going to go. Yep. So you're kind of learning that property as you go. See, so, yeah, I started the year with basically one tree stand on this ground. Um, and then I kind of, well, I had a couple I hung over the summer. And then I branched from there and learned. So, yeah, like, that's a good point. Like, in October next year, I know hunting afternoons, I know where I'm going to go. And I know, like, when to turn on the heat on this ground. Whereas before, yep. like, I was out of my element. I knew how to hunt my other property. And typically, if it was going to happen for me, I'd have it done from the 25th of October through the second week of November. Like, I was going to see a buck. And if my opportunity counted, you know, I was going to hopefully make it happen. That's the ground I grew up hunting. But the new property, you've ran a lot of cameras. You're, you're, you yeah. know that property a hell of a lot better than you did starting out this season. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I don't regret any of it. Right. I think it was uh, a healthy thing to do for bow hunting, especially. And it's a different, it was a tif- different type of property than I've ever hunted. Like, I'm not used to hunting a ground with like pinches and draws, like the classic, classic, and, beautiful terrain yeah. that you want to hunt. You know, normally it's a chunk of timber, here you go, there's no field edges. Well, and that was a lot of ground, too. Like, yeah. most of the time when I get new ground, I'll set up on the outskirts where I can see the whole property for the whole season and kind of see, okay, where are they going, what they're doing. And then set up cameras right. to where they're at, where they're going, and kind of the next season I can go from there. But th- dude, this show, this was my favorite hunting season ever. It was just, you know, it, it kicked off. It, it, for me personally, it kicked off in kind of a weird way. You know, we got to hunt one day. The next week, my dad had his accident, and then the week after that, yeah, that threw a stick I, in your spokes for sure. And then after, because it was, it, <clears throat> you know, and you know, I don't want to like always harp on it, but uh, it was a really mental thing to climb up in the tree stand right after that you know you're, yeah. you, you see if your dad falls off a roof dude yeah, getting in a tree stand lifelines change the game yeah and so it was like it was first day we got to hunt one day seen some deer you know had a couple opportunities and then that and then i shot that doe and then all of a sudden everybody just started killing yeah, actually you killed and everybody just started killing deer I'm pointing to Eric, by the way, for people who don't know. And yeah, you said you. Yeah, so I looked right at you. But dude, this this season was the shit, man. Uh, you know, for lack of me having having the success that I wanted, dude. All my buddies had had a great time. I still had a great time, and dude, it, it, I I I don't. I could have asked for a better season, but if I got, but I got this, and I enjoyed the fuck out of it. Oh yeah, I think this whole season for all of us was oh, yeah. an absolute blast oh, as our yeah. deer hunt season goes. Killer season. Yep. It killer was a killer season. Yeah, it'd be tough to beat this one. I mean, it I, will. It, it really will. I don't know if we can. Yeah, <laughs> I put some meat in the freezer, and I'm not going to complain. No. no. I wonder when the first day that turned red was the light. Oh well, Gene did it. Um, oh, animal September, the horn. which yeah. I just ate some of his guys, jerky. Here, you, you guys had this jerky. It's fantastic. Yeah, 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 me, it and Doug, good. me and Doug shot you guys does. Had to get your early. Does. We yeah. shot does the same day. Yep. 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 So and that then, was kind of when it all started. Yeah, and then from you there killed, it was like a domino effect. You killed about yeah. the seventh, right, or the October seventh or eighth? Eighth. Yeah, Kurt killed a doe every week. <laughs> yeah, see, Mike. Golly, God, I wish you would have seen and that. And then November third. And what happened November third? Yeah, I don't know. I might have shot a big old buck. <laughs> I can't even remember the I day start, I shot I start, mine. I started the shit show. When did you shoot uh, yours? Twenty fifth. Twenty fourth. So for all those guys that say it's the first time you sit a stand is the best, <laughs> just wait 15 years. <laughs> right, yeah. That's good advice, Mark. That's yeah. great advice. Yeah. Dude, how long like has it. that stand been up? Real, real Actually, shit. I moved it and kind of changed my plan. It was kind of a crazy deal because I hunt by the river, and I used to go in there. I could kind of hunt. This place is kind of weird. I could kind of hunt it on a south wind and a northwest wind, but I would like I had two stands down there. I would go closer to one part of the river if my wind would blow across the river into a field and I felt safe. And then I had another stand out on the field edge on the north side. So if I had a north wind, I'd just go barely into the woods and hunt the inside corner. So I was sitting there last year and kept thinking, you know, hey, there's probably some big deer that bed over there in that timber because that's one of the bigger chunks of timber around there. And I go, I know it's a ways away, but my wind could actually be going over there. And what if a big buck is cruising through there or lives there and decides to never come on my little piece of ground during during the daylight because he catches a whiff of me every once in a while when I hunt this on a south wind. 
And we don't have many stand sites. We can barely, me and my dad can barely hunt together on a, both of us on a south wind or both of us on a north wind or, cause we just, we don't have any timber really. So I told my dad, I said, we're going to do something different next year. We're not going to hunt that place at all on a south wind and let our wind blow across that river anymore. Even though I think it's okay, we're not going to do it because it could blow into there. So anyway, long story short, <clears throat> I moved the stand about 15 yards back farther off the trail. And then I told him I wasn't going to go to my trail camera hardly at all. And I wanted to get one of those cameras that send you pictures eventually. I didn't get mm-hmm. that done, but maybe next year. So anyway, I just backed off the main trail a little bit, stopped going in on a south wind. So every time I was walking in, my wind was blowing back towards me. And I told him, I said, either it's going to be the same crappy season we always have, or we're going to get lucky maybe, and we'll get a big deer out of this pinch. And sure enough, then all of a sudden, you, you know, rolled after, the dice yeah, and it happened. And it just, <laughs> Not only know, was it a big deer, it was a my life. giant. Yeah. yeah. 182? Yeah. So you, you, you drew a you, royal flush on that one. Yeah. All this shit was meant to be, dude, 15 years in the making just so the podcast Illuminati could uh, come yeah. to full effect. I know. It's it. kind of, dude, whoa, you had whoa, to suffer whoa. for 15 years for the art. Yeah, so then I tell my dad, I'm like, hey, well, hey, oh, this, yeah. was, this was dumb luck. Or it was the best move ever. Dun, dun, so, dun, 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 it was meant to be. There's no way we go to record your episode. It's 182, and your deer scored right. 100. Oh, shit. You don't have the X-Files Illuminati song. Or with me. Watch telling you're going to shoot one, man. Watch Mark kills it the next 15 years in that one. Wouldn't that be great? That'd be awesome. the same stand. I'm like, God, why did I hunt this for five years? I was working with 15 more years, you're going to kill another 182. You know what's funny? I went and worked with a guy who works. We'll just call him Joe. Yeah, Joe. Joe. <laughs> Who Joe has B. your impact still? Joe B. <laughs> Joe B. And he was like, dude, he was going, yeah, I remember uh, Mark always just talked about uh, just buying all this property, and that's all he ever talked about was he was so happy to have this job. And he's like, next time I worked with him, he wasn't talking about buying property anymore. I go, yeah, because he shot that monster. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I would love to do? And I think, for all the listeners, imagine this. If you could get all your buddies together and to a certain place, like a like hunting camp, and you can get everyone to bring their biggest deer mount and hang them all on the wall together and just sit down. Like in our instance, we could sit down and just podcast and have all our biggest deer hanging on the wall around us. Hey, we can, make that, we can make that happen. Eventually. How cool would that Eventually, be? Yeah, yeah, we're going to make that happen. Cool. We're going to do that. That would be sweet. Baller. I have to put a lot of screws here in the studio and yeah. we'll tuck them all in. <laughs> This goes up at your new house. We're going to have to wait a year because Steve's going to kill Buck next year. Yeah. Calling it. Or this year. It still could happen. This year. This no, year. Yeah, I'll give so it this year. What do you think about this weekend? What's the percentage of me killing Buck this weekend? Zero. You're done. You're, you're done. You're done. Um, you're done. What if I do? What if I break <laughs> Doug's curse? What 2018, 19 seasons. Your season. What if I shoot a shed buck? <laughs> that don't count. Say, this year, you better be careful now. Yeah. Has anyone? Uh, Zero. Zero. Have, you, uh, have you done? Get done. Have you done. got any like trophy? Stick a fork into me. Are you like? Are your batteries just dead because it's cold? one of my cell cams died? Done. 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 And the other one's kicking. Really? Mm-hmm. Did you buy them at the same time? Yeah, the batteries were replaced at the same time. Is one of them facing the sun, or what the hell is it? No, one got more pictures on it, and the batteries oh, are weaker. Okay. So. I, took, I took mine down. Cause I didn't this want to brutal get... cold's yeah. hard on them, man. I don't have many it's cameras out be. anymore. I don't. Mine have been out for about two months now. And I Dude, I forgot them. where I put a bunch of mine. <laughs> no, <Nuh-uh. laughs> you got to mark those shits. I on, do, but my the... app messed up. So my my hunt stand app. Every time I go to it, it would refresh and it would populate with every pin that I ever dropped ever. Oh, Dude, so I'm... I'd open it up and there'd be like a hundred icons on there. And I'm like, oh god, I don't remember what's actually where. You need a Garmin, Dude. homie. So I'll find them all when I need shed a Garmin. Home. Yeah, I would shed on season camera find. I didn't find it. Shit, but I found a camera. <laughs> I did that one time. I, yeah. I, I like that. I, 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 it was this year. I set this camera, but I remember I went to go look for it, you know, and I was just going to check it. I'm like, where the hell is that camera? Dude, I, I was like, I know I put it on this. Tr- I'm like, I'm guaranteed. And I go, ah, someone fucking stole it. So I walked around some more, and I like, I walked in like 15 yards down the uh, down the way. It was like, it was. I came off this field edge because I thought it was uh, like in this clearing. and went 15 yards down and went this clearing. and there it is right there. I'm like, Somebody fucking moved it, man. <laughs> I'm going to move your camera. Yeah. I'm going to hunt a spot like mine. It's easy to find your cameras. Yeah. <laughs> I got seven trees. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm so curious, and this might hurt me with my trail cams. Like sometimes, like in the summer especially, I'll put them in like crazy spots <laughs> just to see 
Like I got what the, comes by, what the comes it, by in no. that area, you know. Like I, I, I do that, but it's I'm gonna grab my one cell camera, put new batteries in it, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna move it this weekend when I go down. I'm probably gonna go in. It's it's right by one of my stands now that I've been hunting, and it's a good spot. I think there's a lot of deer there late season, but I'm gonna move it over to another side of the property and um, finish it off. This. I hate to say it, this weekend might be the last weekend for this season for me with ATA coming next weekend. Yeah, this weekend, then, this weekend is Iowa's last season with ATA coming. So, oh right, right, ATA, and I have till Tuesday. You don't need to get it done again, though. I mean, you could definitely. <laughs> I mean, it'd be awesome. <laughs> Your uncle just shot a stud, though, and you Dude, sent those pictures, and I thought yeah. you shot it. No, one hundred seventy-seven ten point perfect Dang. stud. Oh, that makes yeah, me it was sick. a beautiful deer, and it's crazy because my uncle and my cousin. <laughs> Which is my uncle's son. Both shot one seventy-seven inch deer. Wow! You know what's crazy, man? Like, how's that happen? I crazy. saw that that picture of that ten pointer, and I was like, that deer's playing with one seventy all. Yeah, we day all, we all agreed one seventy uh-huh. all day long. Seven. But you see other people boast online, like, yeah, this deer's one seventy, and you look at it, like, right. I've messed with a lot of deer. I've measured a ton of deer. And even, if those threes and fours aren't tall enough, there's not there's not gonna make it. No the, you gotta yeah. have eighteen inch G twos yeah. and, and it was yeah. wide too. Yep. Stud. I know yeah, you know when you see a ten pointer in the hundred seventies, you're you're fucking with a big deer, man. Yeah. yeah. And our buddy Bigsby just shot one tonight. Yep. Congratulations, Bigsby. Finally. Clayton. Clayton, Clayton Bigsby. Clayton Bigsby. Oh yeah, seen my yeah. snap. About hundred and thirty inch, I think. Nice. This is a nice one. Late season in the snow. He deserved it. I don't think anyone got the Clayton Bigsby thing. Oh, I, I got no, it. No, you should have just I, let it go. I guarantee people are going to get that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, now we have to explain ourselves. It's a funny skit from a comedy show. So if you're offended <laughs> by it, more than a was All right, that, but to be fair, that was, the, grow up. that was the pilot of that show, and it got greenlit for... That, that like they sent that in as the on. pilot, and they're like, hey, uh-huh. this is the show we want to do. And they go, yeah, no problem. So, uh... <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. There's some Deer season left. The Doug, do this for me. We're we're gonna close this episode out. I think um, closing it out. We. I want what I want you to do before I give the closing is uh, give the people that still have a couple weeks of season left or another month because some people season closes in February. Yeah, not if you're in Florida. That That's shit nuts. just runs year round. It's <laughs> nuts. <laughs> Since you're the. The what? Hey, what do they call it? The Cleo of the working class bow hunter, the Miss Cleo. You're the Mister Cleo of the working class bow hunter. (laughs) Give the people some words of encouragement and or a very generalized, generic form of hunt buck reading. All right, I'm gonna take a sip of my latte here. (laughs) (laughs) The mustache has to think. What about Gene? Ooh, what about Gene? All right, guys, guys and gals, there's still time. Deer are still moving. They're eating. They're hungry. Preach. They run it all hard. That's right. It's time to eat. Get out there. They're hungry. Get it done. I'm eating right now. You got this. This should be going right to Steve's freaking brain. Steve, he's zero percent. He's done. <laughs> <laughs> he called it. There's everybody no reason else, for everybody me else to go but out. Steve. You have chance though. It's your time. Get it done. <laughs> all right. That was beautiful. Do work. That was beautiful. Good work. Good work. Guys, keep, keep going. This episode wasn't full of a lot. We recapped, we reminisced, we enjoyed our show. We're kind of taking in our hard work for you to hear. We're basking a little bit. Let us let us bask. We enjoy the hell out of you. Let us know what you guys want to hear on the show in 2018. Who you want to hear us interview? Um, anything. You know, go to workingclassbowhunter.com, the contact form. Send us some information on what you want to hear, any ideas, guests. We'll do our best to get to them. Um, we'll try and hustle Vets. it out. Send your vet shout-outs in all day. Vet shout-outs, yes. I'm working on the page still to where you can submit your vet shout-outts. <laughs> Steve's munching on it. And uh, what do you want to hear? from? We're going to be at ATA. Who do you want us to hear us interview? What do you want us to um, hear about? What products? What bows do you want us to shoot? Um, or if you're going to be at ATA, let us know. Yes, Indianapolis, next week, we will be there. We should meet up. It'll be fun. Buy us a Euro. Should we close her out there? I think so. All right, guys. Good luck to you this season. We love you. Go shoot your bow. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. For even more content, be sure to watch the original films from HuntStand Presents on the Waypoint TV channel every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Visit waypointtv.com to learn more.